Welcome to Spectacular Slovakia. It's about time we take a look at Eastern Slovakia, which in many ways offers a different travel experience than Bratislava and its surroundings. I am Michaela Terentani and in the studio with me is James Thompson. Hello, Michaela. Hi, James. So Košice, often called the metropolis of the East, is Slovakia's second biggest city and the center of economic and social life in the eastern part of the country. What makes it an interesting tourist destination, in your opinion? Well, uh, it has plenty to see in the center of the city. And um, as much as anything, uh, getting there as well is also an interesting experience. Um, and I don't mean that entirely sarcastically. I mean, you, you will, if you travel from Bratislava, for instance, you will go through some of the most beautiful scenery in, in, in Slovakia um, by the various routes that you can take to get there. And um, and yeah, as I see, as I say, when the, when you get there, the city, especially in the center, has a very interesting, uh, some very interesting historical buildings and sites to to experience. Okay, so let's talk about getting there first. There's more than one route you mentioned. So there is, yes. Which one is your preferred or the recommended route in for you? Well, um, of course, it's possible to drive, um, and uh, there is a motorway or highway um, going quite a lot of the way there. Uh, this is I, I, I'm. I'm couching this some hesitancy as this is a sort of standing kind of issue in Slovakia whether whether this motorway route is ever going to be completed between Bratislava and Košice but I would recommend uh, in terms of just the comfort of the journey and also the sites that you'll see taking the the rail trip to Košice it's actually a relatively quick journey the the trains are comfortable and on a clear day you get a fantastic view of the uh, Tatra mountains um, as you go across uh, past central Slovakia so um, this is the northern the route northern through Žilina yeah. and yeah. the Tatras. Typically, if you take the train from Bratislava to Košice, the train will take the northern route. You might want to check, but but almost all the day trains, I think, take the northern route, which is the one that goes through Žilina, Poprad, and, uh, and then on to Košice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if we've got time for it now, I would also recommend, if you have time, and uh, you, you also have a more adventurous spirit in terms of travelling by uh, uh, Slovak public transport, uh, there's also a, a, a there's a southern route which goes through southern Slovakia through Lučinec and 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 other places which, which some of the night trains take, um, but there's also a route that goes through central Slovakia uh, through Banska Bystrica, um, uh, Telgar, which is a town in right in the in the mountains of central Slovakia, and also past uh, uh, the Dobšina ice cave and various other places. Now there used to be a train that went from Košice to Bratislava on that route. I know because I took it and. Um, uh, it will take approximately half of the rest of your natural life uh, to complete the journey, but and especially now um, the, you have to change trains a couple of times. But maybe it's an idea, especially in summer, if you've got a bit of time and you want to see more of Slovakia, to take the train back that route. You have to go from Košice to Margatsani, which is on the main line, then change on to another train which goes on this kind of central Slovak route through the Banska streets or Zvolen, and then from there you can pick up another train to Bratislava. Um, but maybe, you know, that, that, that's, that's, that's for people with a bit more time and a bit more adventure. And, and those who want to see some really wonderful scenery yeah, of the Slovak, yeah, central yeah. Slovak mountain. Yeah, and it is really, it's really special. Okay, so what about Košice? Once you get there as a tourist, what are the sites that you definitely shouldn't miss? Well, the main, the advantage of Košice is that even though it's a big city, um, it, its historical sites are, are 
all within easy walking distance, all fairly well grouped together. And also, um, unlike Vladislava, it's actually possible to walk from the railway station, if that's how you arrive, into the centre of the city. That, that will, there's, a, there's a route which is actually goes through a park. It's quite a pleasant walk and actually goes past some interesting buildings on the way. For instance, the, the Yakubov Palace, which is this kind of sort of interesting, almost Disney-style, uh, fantastical building, a uh, manor house on, on the edge of the old town, um, and then drops you right into the centre of what is, uh, what's called Hladna, which is the, the, the sort of main square, although it's not... In, in yeah, typical they call sl- it the main street. Main street, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, l- like most kind of squares or central areas in Slovak towns, it's not actually square. It's, uh, this is actually very long and, and thin. It's effectively a long, very broad street. And in the middle of that street, if you want to call it that, is um, the town's, uh, the city's Gothic cathedral, which itself is, is worth visiting. Um, it is a very impressive building. Uh, the State Theatre, uh, which is the equivalent of the Kosciuszko's kind of opera house, if you like. Uh, but the whole street itself is, is lined with um, very interesting buildings from a whole uh, different range of styles. Um, some of them, uh, some impressive churches, some from a sort of Renaissance style, some from a more modern style, uh, ranging through the whole of kind of Czechoslovak period. There's even a kind of little sort of batcher style shoe store. So you, you, can, you, can, you can get quite an interesting snapshot of, 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 of Slovak, Czechoslovak architecture just from walking up and down that street. And if you're into old architecture and history, you definitely should uh, spare some time for the cathedral, the St. Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the cathedral is, uh, is probably... Uh, well, there aren't so many cathedrals in, in Slovakia, but but it, 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 for me, it's it's more impressive the one in Bratislava, which I mean it has a certain brutal charm, St Martin's, but um, St Elizabeth's is a, is a really beautiful building, um, and um, and has some fantastic carving, stone carving on the outside, which you can appreciate even if even if you don't go inside. Although I would encourage visitors to do that. Um, it has just next to it as well an ornate um, ossuary, a place where where um, uh, bones were stored if they weren't when they weren't being buried. I'm not quite sure what the reasons for an ostery are. I would have to get a, a sort yeah. of a, a, a church or architecture expert in to talk about that. But that itself is, is right next to the cathedral and it is also a very interesting uh, little building. So that whole that whole little um, uh, precinct around the, around the cathedral is well worth visiting. There, there are a couple of interesting features to the cathedral. I think there's a Uh, as it was explained to me, there was a there, there is a kind of a, a double spiral staircase inside the cathedral, which was to allow the the king and the queen to ascend separately to their to their relative yeah. balconies inside the cathedral, um, which is relatively un- unusual. I think there's only one other cathedral in the world that has that, and um, and and they often make this point that that this is the most the easternmost Gothic cathedral. This is as far as kind of Gothic cathedrals got in Europe. So you're you're at the edge of the of the Gothic movement in Europe. When you visit that cathedral, yeah, if you're into superlatives, then yeah, well, well, who isn't? Yeah, yeah, especially <laughs> in Slovakia, especially in Slovakia, yeah. One of the things, one of the events that probably make Košice famous uh, around the world, especially among uh, running enthusiasts, uh, is the Košice International Peace Marathon. Uh, this is quite a legendary yeah. event that has survived uh, all kinds of regimes, all kinds of uh, like all the history of Slovakia. I think uh, in 2018 this year they had the 95th edition yeah uh, yeah that sounds about right they're coming up to the 100th yeah the, 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 the yeah. centenary uh, the centenary so in the, in the 20s so so it's an important running event and and quite a quite a time to be 
uh, in the city if you like crowds and yeah. if you like watching people <laughs> run <Exert laughs> past, the, past yeah. the cathedral yeah. if you enjoy vicarious exercise yeah yeah I'm, I'm, yeah so so it's uh it takes place in early autumn at the end of september early october yeah that's right and and it, and it attracts quite a because because of its profile i think it's the the second oldest modern marathon if you don't include the original marathon and the second or third oldest marathon it attracts quite an impressive uh, range of international athletes who will come from uh, all over the world to take part in the event so there's quite a buzz in the city when when it, when it happens Yeah. So Košice definitely is a city of superlatives. <laughs> that's oh. that's probably a reason to go <laughs> and visit. But it's not the only place, of course, worth visiting. No. Uh, once you get to the east of Slovakia, at least for a couple of days or weekend, uh, it's probably a good idea to see other places. Prešov is, is pretty uh, close. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Prešov is actually, I think, the third biggest city in yes. Slovakia, but it's actually very close to, to Košice. And so, yeah, as you say, if you happen to live in Bratislava in Western Slovakia and you're going to make the trip out there, because it's about you know, 400, 500 kilometers yep. uh, all told to get out there, so it's, it's a fairly significant trip, um, it's certainly worth um visiting other places in the in that region um and there there are some real treasures in, in eastern slovakia um and often not nearly as busy as uh towns in either western slovakia or in like the czech republic or austria places like that which tend to get thronged with tourists especially in the summer so uh Prešov, which as you say is nearby and you can get a bus or a train very easily from Košice, um has a really uh, again a, a stunning main uh street or square depending on who you speak to but um uh containing a, a, a another um impressive uh, church but also some really um uh startling renaissance buildings from when Prešov was a, a very rich town in the in the uh, sort of late middle ages um and uh, with with, a, with a, a, an impressive selection of little architectural details um um it was a, a central town during the um the the wars if you like of the counter reformation and 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 during the various hungarian rebellions uh in in the uh, sort of um, 18th late 17th early 18th centuries and so um there are some fairly blood curdling statues to to various groups of people who were executed as the wars went backwards and forwards it's i should say pressure was a very peaceful place no danger of that very right. multicultural used to be right yeah. uh, with all the religions and it, it, uh, various it, nationalities you have the ruthenian minority absolutely yeah. yeah yeah that's true so up in, up, up in northeast uh, uh, slovakia um in fact the f- not in, in pressure actually does have i think the uh, the the Ruthenian church is uh, has a has a or the Greek Catholic church has a has a, um, a cathedral at center in Slovakia there but if you go further northeast from um uh, Prešov you'll occasionally go through villages where the the road signs are in Cyrillic because um uh, the significant minority of people speak uh, Ruthenian in that part of, of Slovakia um but um yeah it's it's got a very interesting religious and uh, uh, religious and cultural history um and and uh, interesting to see how Uh, Slovakia, which is now a predominantly Catholic country insofar as people are observant, um, was at w- one time fairly recently, in the you know, last, last few hundred years, um, uh, a, a center of Protestantism. Yeah. Okay, so I think that we made a very good uh, start on our trip to the east and hopefully we'll be back uh, to Košice, Prešov and other places yes, around. Yes, some of my favorite places, yeah, Svidnik. Svidnik, yeah. Then you have visited some uh, some places that Slovaks are not even aware yeah, of. Well, <laughs> some, yeah, some places they've visited with, with good reason, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll be back to the eastern Slovakia with James Thompson. 
in some episodes of our podcast Excellent. very soon. I look forward to it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like traveling around Slovakia and have recommendations you would like to share with our listeners, let us know on Facebook or by email. For full information about traveling in Slovakia, visit shop.spectator.sk to buy our travel guides. This was Spectacular Slovakia with Michaela Terencány, brought to you by the Slovak Spectator, Slovakia's English language newspaper. Special thanks to Tomáš Rybár and Matej Ohrablo for post-production of this podcast. This podcast is available on spectator.sk, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts and Spotify with new episodes out every Wednesday evening. 